My other pleasure barge is a giant pleasure barge. I'm Kevin Leeson. I guess when you're an emperor, you have to LARP as a god. I'm Joe Fulgham. Today, we'll be knocking little boots. I'm Torn Atkinson, and this is Caustic Soda. Yet one more chapter in the Evil Dudes series. Gonna talk about Caligula. He killed people as a matter of course. He was famous for loving a horse. Caligula, 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 Caligula. I do like that. I like that a lot. That's great. You know, I, I, I in researching Evil Dudes uh-huh. over low these many years, yeah. um, I have not yet discovered a shortage of Evil Dudes. <laughs> We've got more? Yeah, there are. There's, the, Would you every say time, that we have a plethora of evil dudes? Every time I start looking into an evil dude and deciding which evil dude we're going to profile on uh-huh. the next episode, uh, I, I always seem to discover a new evil dude. Right. That, that gets it's added like to layers of an onion. Yes, precisely. Or maybe they're all interconnected to like some kind of worldwide evil web. Like uh, there are, you know, basically lists of, of the uh, top 10 evil Roman emperors, for instance. Right. And Caligula right. ranks pretty high. Okay. Pretty high. But on some lists, he's not number one. Mm. I feel like I, mi- I might have missed the Roman emperor boat on this one. Mm. But uh, but he is number one on some lists. So we're, uh, I feel. He's number one in my heart. Uh, oh, there you go. I mean, if he burrowed away to your heart. Mm. All right. So Caligula's name is actually a nickname. We, oh. I mean, we think of him as the Emperor Caligula, mm-hmm. but he was actually Emperor Gaius Caesar. Okay. Like uh, Gaius Baltar. Gaius Baltar? Gaius Baltar. Who's that? Oh, man. Everybody just hang your head in shame He's that Kevin is the guy from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Oh, okay. The bad guy. Yeah. All right. Well, sort of-ish. One of the bad well, d- guys. Depending on well, your... Yeah. Caligula is actually a nickname in Latin... Which literally means little boots. Little boots. Because his father was a famous general named Germanicus. Okay. Because he uh, oh. like crushed the Germans. And he oh. was was he big boots? No, no, he was Germanicus. Oh, but he, what no, he, did, he was little boots senior. Little boots senior. No, what he what he would do though is he would take Caligula out on campaigns with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when he was a wee baron for fun. They would dress him up in a little centurion uniform <laughs> as a toddler. As a oh, mascot. Wow. That's awesome. And uh, so uh, so the, the name of the boots are Caligae, the ones that the Roman centurions wear. Yeah. Okay. And so to give it a diminutive, it's Caligula. Okay. And that's what they called him whenever he was out on a campaign with Germanicus, and it stuck. But Caligula himself... Hated it. Oh, oh no! Really hated it. So when like he was being called little boots, you could call him Caligula probably right up until he was like fifteen, and then after that he would probably try and shank you or have you murdered or okay. poisoned or something right. like that. So it's a good thing he doesn't uh, travel through time and find out that we've made movies and that's yes. all we call him. That's all we call him. That's what everybody knows about him. He in his lifetime he was Gaius Caesar, but in, for the for the course of this, we will be calling him Caligula for clarity's sake. Take that, Caligula, because there was another Gaius Caesar. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I would just like to say that I would respect his choice of actual name were he alive, but fuck that guy now, because yeah. he's dead. The fear of de- having to deal with insanity is lysophobia. Oh, this is going to be some insanity in this story? The fear of becoming insane is uh, lysophobia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the fear of insanity itself, dementophobia or maniaphobia. Oh, I love Dr. Dementophobia. 
oh, really liked his presentation of movies? Or he was just too scared, yeah. scared of movies. No, he would talk about all the movies that he wished he could watch. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it's really good, but I'm so scared. Caligula's real name was Gaius Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Ooh. That's a hell of a name. G-J-C-A uh, or G-J-C-A-G. What would G-J-C-A-G do? What would he do? Well, it'd be way oh. too many to enter into a video game high scoreboard. No kidding. Uh, Caligula was a member of the House of Rulers, conventionally known as the Julio-Claudian dynasty. He served as Rome's third emperor. There were only two emperors to precede him. Okay. Augustus and Tiberius. Mm. Uh, Caligula's father, Germanicus, was the nephew of Emperor Tiberius, and he was a very successful general and one of Rome's most beloved public figures. Most of what we know of Caligula's life comes from six ancient writers. Oh, were they Senate. ancient when they wrote? <laughs> Some of well, them. The, okay. the first Some one, apparently ancient. not, by their name. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Seneca the Younger. Oh. Uh, Curiously, the most ancient of all of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, Philo of Alexandria, or Philo. Do we prefer Philo or Philo? Uh, I guess Philo. Ooh, Philo pastry. Oh, yum, yum, yum. Okay, Philo it is. So Seneca and Philo were both contemporaries of Caligula and knew him personally. Mm-hmm. Tacitus and Josephus were born either at the end of his life or after he was dead. They were contemporary enough to know many people who did know Caligula directly. Was Tacitus always giving approval? (laughs) Tacit approval? Yeah. Mm, No, he didn't have to give it. Tacitus approvalist. No, he didn't have to give it. Oh. That's the kind of approval. that's right. He invented that sort of approval. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was Tacitus approval. It was like, all right. Mm." (laughs) He didn't say anything, so that means it's okay. Suetonius and Dio, Cassius Dio, lived long after Caligula's death, and their works were not published until 80 and 190 years after his reign, respectively. So modern historians generally put more credence in the stories told by the first four writers rather than the last. When they conflicted? Or just generally? Uh, When they conflicted. I mean, typically what happened, I think, is that the the stories just got more vivid as time passed on. And, uh, you know, they sort of like, I heard. First, he likes his horse. Next iteration, he is a horse. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Centaur. Yeah. 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 That's right. He merged, became the first four-legged emperor of Rome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. The third emperor, first four, four-legged emperor. Yeah, of course. Yeah, precisely. So it was, it was now, a- when did all this crazy stuff happen? What's our time frame? Uh, well, uh, uh, no, I don't want to give any spoilers away, oh. but he died okay. in 41 A.D. Okay. 41 A.D., Anno yeah. Domini. Yeah, or mm-hmm. was that, is that C.E. now? C.E., yeah, common yeah. era. Yeah, so, so he was 41... hanging around with, with, with Christ, with Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't know about hanging around. <laughs> oh. uh, you know, he's stuck signing hang that guy up by his arms uh, nailed through a cross. Yeah, he, he's, he's stuck pretty close to Rome Okay, and the island of Capri. Those mm-hmm. are his two haunts. I love Capri, One son. One voluntarily, one, one not. Okay. Well, I've got some early life information on Caligula here. Mm -hmm. At the time of Caligula's birth, the rule of Augustus was coming to an end. Augustus's health was failing, and he named his unpopular stepson Tiberius as his successor. Oh, uh, you got to start with the unpopular stepson. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, like uh, that's that's you. You start with them, and then stepson. You, oh. I think in in like ancient Rome, they had this thing where uh, I watched this this um, documentary BBC thing, and uh, uh, they hadn't quite worked out the succession thing okay. like about that it would automatically go to a son. Okay. So yeah. what they would do is they would decide who their successor would be 
and then they would adopt them. Okay. And right. make them their okay. son. Right? <laughs> See? Yeah. So it was... It's a way to go. Yeah. It's I, probably better. It, it, it is better if it's purely meritorious, right? right? But... Uh, Emperor Meritorious. Oh, well, there you go. He, he really deserved the job. <laughs> yes, he did. Knowing that the public would not be pleased by this decision, Augustus compelled Tiberius to name Germanicus as his heir. Oh. Right. So Caligula's dad. Yeah. Once Tiberius assumed power, he quickly dispatched Germanicus to Rome's eastern provinces for a diplomatic mission in order to keep him distant from Rome. Sure, get out of here. Yeah, get yeah, out of here. I don't yeah. want you. I don't, we don't serve your kind here. We don't want, you don't want you currying favor. Yeah. When Germanicus died at Antioch in AD 19, his wife Agrippina the Elder returned with her six children to Rome, where she became entangled in a bitter feud with Tiberius, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. largely due to the fact that the man convicted of poisoning Germanicus was suspected of being enlisted by Tiberius to rid him of his chief rival to the throne. Oh. Right. Throne rivalries. Well, he wasn't his chief rival. He actually named him as his heir. I mean, that's, he was yeah. literally yeah. the rival. But he, but, but yes, he was. The, that's right. Not yeah. Was there were there any other rivals? I, I I'm guess. sure. I'm sure there was somebody in the wings going, hey, 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 I could be emperor. Yeah. I could be meritorious. Meritorious is yeah. over there going. Meritorious. I could totally do this job. I could do. Anything you want me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good at everything. No. I am the, the original Julius of all trades. <laughs> now, I don't know how this works in ancient Rome, but Tiberius would not allow Agrippina to remarry for fear her husband would also become a rival. So how oh. does just some guy... Well, he's the emperor. Be, oh, Tiberius was... Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Tiberius is the emperor. So I think I think emperor of Rome, you can do pretty much anything. Right. And banning people from getting married evidently is within so. your powers. I yeah. forbid you to have two arms. I was, maybe he had to, like, the emperor literally had to sign all the marriage licenses. So he's just like, not going to sign them. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. Yeah, he's like, X, you know. That's, so you got to sign off. Every, the emperor's got to sign every, that's the duty of the emperor, signing off yeah. the marriage certificates. Uh, uh, nope. That, forget that. <laughs> forget that. it. Agrippina the Elder publicly blamed Tiberius for her husband's death and craved revenge. Ooh, uh, revenge craver. <laughs> I get those cravings late at night, too. Oh, really? Revenge what cravings. Is, what does revenge taste like? Oh, it's a dish best served cold. Okay. We know that much. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So kind of like uh, gazpacho soup, I suppose. Oh, that's okay. Oh, you, you went soupy. See, I feel like Ice revenge cream. was crunchy. I feel like revenge is, has mm. like real ben crunch. Ben Jerry's. Um, chunky monkey, chunky monkey. Oh, 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 I'm in favor of revenge now. Who knew? I didn't think I had the a revenge craving before this moment. Tiberius imprisoned Agrippina the Elder on a remote island where she was regularly beaten by her guards, oh. even being blinded in one eye by a particularly mm. savage beating. She oh. would start hunger strikes in protest. Her guards would force feed her, but she eventually starved to death. Oh. So I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you how little I'll eat. Caligula is too. I, old. I gotta say. If I'm going to be some, like dot dot dotted to death, mm-hmm. starving is not no it would not be my top choice. Eating to death, I would go with eating to Ew, death yes. over starving oh, yeah. to Opposite. death. Oh yeah, uh huh. Although yeah. I don't know, after going to uh, the real Brazilian steakhouse the other night, maybe maybe I wouldn't be able to do oh, that do either because I had to give up. I really. Uh, what about you? What do you? What would you like to dot 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 to death? Sleep. I like to sleep, sleep to death. death. Just, uh, I'm uh, short time. I'm hoping will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not today. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Not soon, but someday. <laughs> but soon that hope's going to turn to fear, and you'll just never sleep. Oh, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Well, I'll get a lot done. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that's true. Uh, I got to go with hump to death. True. Yeah? yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's so much work. Like, I get it. It's work that's fun, but only for a while, and then you're like, eh. And if you've, like, ah, oh, man. But you don't know what my humping is like, Joe. Thank you. It's fast, fast and Furious. That's <laughs> yeah. what that movie was exactly. made about. Exactly. Exactly. This is autobiographical. 
it's probably like inches from death anyway, mm-hmm. the way you yeah. probably do it. <laughs> oh, look. Ah! Oh, get going, Hart. Get going. Yeah. There we go. Oh. There was a Petit more. Petit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The little death. Caligula's two older brothers would meet a similar fate to Agrippina the Elder, one of whom killed himself, the other was also starved to death. In 31 AD, Caligula was remanded to the personal care of Tiberius and took up residence in the imperial palace on the island of Capri. There you go. And there, then again, as Torrin said, enjoying the Capri sun. Mm-hmm. To the surprise of many, Caligula was spared by Tiberius. Although Caligula was given credit for being an excellent actor and hid any resentment towards Tiberius for the treatment of his immediate family, mm. Tiberius himself was reported to have said of Caligula, never was there a better servant or a worse master. <laughs> and that he, quote, was rearing a viper for the Roman people and a phaeton for the world. Python? Phaeton. I hope it's a python. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, do you think that maybe works? Well, it goes with the viper. Yeah, it's true. He's like, uh, Tiberius was big into snakes. Yeah, and he wanted to crush the world with his python y oh, yeah, yeah. entanglements. A phaeton to the world. So it's kind of a Midgard serpent type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. All gotcha. right. That's a distinct possibility. So uh, Tiberius, not a fan of Caligula, mm-hmm. obviously. On 16 Keep Mar- your friends close, your enemies closer kind of situation. I, yeah, keep them on a little island mm-hmm. and under watch by probably yeah. a bunch of guys with swords. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were definitely guys with swords. Yeah, no, I, uh, um, uh, Tiberius, the reason he moved his seat of power to Capri was he was afraid of conspirators against him. He figured he was too vulnerable in Rome. So, oh. so that's what he went to his like fortress palace on Capri where nobody could get to him. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. He became a weird recluse. He became a weird recluse. He became, you know, uh, recluvious. Recluvious. Yeah. Uh-huh. On 16 March 37 AD, Seneca the Elder, Philo, and Josephus record the 78 year old Tiberius as dying a natural death. Oh. However, Tacitus wrote that the Praetorian prefect Macro smothered Tiberius with a pillow large. to hasten Caligula's ascension. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, if you're one of the guards and Cleo's like, "Hey, dude, uh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be uh, I'm emperor yeah. soon. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the logical heir to the throne here. So you might want to get on my good side. You make it happen a few weeks early. Yeah, I can make it worth your while. Yeah, yeah. just a pillow. <laughs> hey, hey, macro, you're big. Go and do this. There you go. Are you? Do you imagine that ancient Rome is a world in which people only get named when they're yes. like twenty, and that it like it is supposed to describe? Because yeah. every yeah. single thing you've come with so far is like as a character trait. It's meritorious. Well, there's he macro, is a the Praetorian large. guard. He's a Praetorian guard. So He's a prefect. He, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is almost perfect. Which is a misspelling of the word perfect. <laughs> oh, really? This is not. That's oh, why it's, it's, really? They're yeah. just a, it was a typo, yeah. and it just stuck. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is the well, perfect Praetorian, and somebody like accidentally chiseled, and then like, you can't just white out chiseling. That's right. What's so, it's, like, it's written in stone. Yeah, it's literally written in stone. It can't be wrong. So, it's prefect. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's prefect now. No, no, that's the name. That's the name. That's what we came up with. We all, uh, we workshopped it. Prefect is almost perfect, so uh, you don't want anybody to be perfect, because then they would challenge the emperor for perfectiveness. So, you know. Has any mm-hmm. have any of you ever like tested pillow smothering? Tested it? Like, cause, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever had? Have you ever said, "Look, try to smother me with a pillow," and then no. seen if you could breathe? Because no. I because I have and I can. And the safe word is. <laughs> the safe word was I tap you on the on the arm. I did set that up ahead of time, but I was like, I, it seems like I could breathe through a pillow because I do most nights. I, well, these, I, with these modern pillows are very it. porous. That could be. Oh, yeah. it could, pillows back then were made of you know leather. It's stone. possible. Stone. They're made of stone. They're made of stone. Yeah. But like, I've had somebody just hold a pillow over my face while I lay there, and I'm just like, no, I can breathe. It's fine. 
Maybe I'm not. I'm not 78 years old. Maybe granted. it's not the action of the breathing. Maybe it's like because the pillow like cuts off your throat or something. Oh, you think they're they're smothering some, them like, over their throat rather than their well, mouth? No, like you both. get their face. Like pillow covers like a whole face and like yeah. part of the neck, right? Yeah. That if you really like put the pressure on the lower portion. Hey, if you want me to smother with you with a pillow, Joe, you let me know. Uh, okay. Uh, any soda jerks out there who have smothered, uh, who yeah, have successfully smothered people with pillows, please. We're confused here. Te- email us about your technique. Tiberius's estate and the titles of the Principate were jointly left to Caligula and Tiberius's grandson Gemellus, who were to serve as co-heirs. What's a Principate? Uh, I'm guessing it's like it's, all their properties and whatnot. It's like uh, like a principality. The Principate is the first period of the Roman Empire, extending from the beginning of the reign of Augustus Caesar to the crisis of the third century. Oh, okay. So the, it's a time. It's, it's a an time. era. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So. Caligula wasted no time and had Tiberius's will nullified on grounds of insanity and had Gemellus's claim on the throne stricken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tiberius was so insane, he struggled when we tried to smother him. That's uh, pure madness. I've tested so it many. Like laid back and taken if he, it. If he laid back and just breathed normally, he would have been fine. Yeah. I've tested it several times. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's obviously a madman. Obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, he locked himself up as a paranoid in a, uh, you know, Capri Island... Mountain fortress. Crazy person. Killed all my family. He murdered my entire family. He had my mother beaten half to death and starved to death. And my other brother starved to death. And my third brother committed suicide. Suicide. Heavily air quoted. So so now it's time to take it out on the empire. (laughs) Early rain. Early rain. Caligula entered Rome. Amid a crowd that hailed him as our baby. Wee, 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 wee. Sure, he loved that. Yeah. It's the guy with the little boots. <laughs> it's little boots. He's so cute. And our star. Mm, oh, there you go. Among other nicknames, Caligula is described as the first emperor who was admired by everyone in all the world from the rising to the setting sun. Mm. End quote. There you go. Wait a minute. Now I want to know does anybody say terrible things behind the back of Justin Trudeau? Oh, Stephen Harper, for sure. Okay, maybe he's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Or maybe he's an insane ex-emperor. For all of our non-Canadian listeners, that was a Canadian political reference. Oh, I think they've mostly heard who Justin Trudeau is, because he's going viral. Yeah, well, he's he's just uh, our our good-looking new prime minister. Yeah. Caligula was loved by many for being the beloved son of the popular Germanicus. And many others loved him simply because he was not Tiberius. Hey, you're not that other guy. We love you. (laughs) That has happened more times than not. There's a lot of like, hey, at least you're not that other guy. So James Kirk got his middle name after an unpopular Roman Empire emperor? Oh, I mean, the second emperor and a guy who had... His his, his, uh, successor murdered, poisoned, likely poisoned. Over 160,000 animals were said to have been sacrificed during three months of public rejoicing to usher in the new reign. So that is uh, 50 plus thousand a month. So that's like 2,000 animals, uh, 1,500 to 2,000 animals a day for many, three months. How many is it per minute? That's, yeah. uh, it's a little bit more than one a minute, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a long line of animals. That's a long line of animals. I wonder what they were. Goats? Cows. Oh, you, you, by the time you Chickens. get to the hundred, yeah, yeah, we're out of goats. Yeah, yeah we're out of pigs. Yeah, when you get one hundred fifty thousand, who's got like a who's got like a rat? Got yeah, a rat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I got some cockroaches to sacrifice. <laughs> well, we sacrificed all the animals. What are we gonna eat? Well, we can eat these dead animals, I guess. <laughs> Burnt offerings, after all, it's just a giant barbecue. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. To gain support, Caligula granted bonuses to the Praetorian Guard, city troops, and the army outside of Italy, 
Well, that's a good way to get support. Yep. Give people money. Bonuses. Mm-hmm. He declared that Tiberius's uh, treason trials, treason trials, mm-hmm. were a thing of the past. Oh. And recalled those who had been sent into political exile. Oh, Here come so he... the Caligula treason trials. <laughs> those Tiberius ones are a thing of the past. <laughs> So he recalled all of the uh, exiled uh, folks. Okay, all right. Come back. I need no to longer exile exiled. you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to undoubtedly exile yeah. somebody different. Yeah, yeah. He helped yeah. those who had been harmed by the imperial tax system, banished certain sexual deviants. Oh. Uh-oh. What does that You're mean? You're Joe. Uh, it basically, he banished his own competition, I think. <laughs> Maybe. As the, story, as the story wears on, he's, he's kind, Caligula's kind of a famous pervert. And put on lavish spectacles for the public, including gladiatorial games. Mm. How am I a sexual deviant? Uh, we'll get to that after the show. Okay. I, I have no idea. Caligula collected and I'm glad I don't know. brought back the bones of his mother and his brothers and deposited their remains in the family tomb of Augustus. Oh, that makes sense. That old August tomb. In October 37 AD, Caligula fell seriously ill. Mm-hmm. Some conjectured that perhaps he had been poisoned. But the other, uh, but the official record stated that he had suffered a brain fever. Oh, does that only happen on Saturday nights? Yes, uh-huh. and the only prescription was more cowbell <laughs> or disco. He yeah. soon recovered from his illness, but it was after this episode that it appears the young emperor had changed in demeanor and action. Okay, so he had a brain fever. So he's James. Mr. Popular, rolls into town. He's yeah. like the high school quarterback, right? right? He's high-fiving all the way down the halls or, mm-hmm. you know, the Arc de Triomphe or whatever, right? And he's having a great old time. All the ladies are swooning. All the guys are loving him. You know, uh, the butt slaps and all the rest of that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then he gets brain fever. Yeah. And then he comes back, and now it's... Uh, it's Let's see what happens. It's, it's not so nice. Perhaps his illness reminded him of his mortality and the desire of others to advance into his place. Mm-hmm. It was around this time that Gemellus, or Gemellus, mm-hmm. once drank a cough medicine that Caligula mistook for an antidote to poison. When accused, wait, what? He once drank a cough medicine right. that so Caligula like, mistook for an antidote so he's to like, poison. He's, so he's so like, Gemellus I need to like take this. some cough. He's, he's I, like, I'll take some cough <laughs> medicine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, takes and then cough. Caligula's like, what? what was that? What was that you just drank? It's like a uh, cough medicine. That looked like antidote to poison. Do you think I'm poisoning you? Uh, what is going on? When accused, yeah. Gamelus replied, "Antidote? How can one take an antidote against Caesar?" <laughs> oh yeah, that, zing. That, that didn't get on his wrong side. I uh, see. You know, I'm no fortune teller. I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> yeah. But when your when your when your irritable uh, uh, emperor comes back from a grave illness, the the brain fever, the brain fever, and then he asks you of his cough medicine. Well, maybe though, maybe they had kind of a a joshing uh, oh, sort yes. of like right. big brother little brother relationship before well, that. Although he did have his co heirness annulled on grounds of insanity uh, of his yeah. Uh, well, I see it as him just going like, look, if you want me dead, I'm gonna die. Like, why, yeah. how, why would I avoid it? Which is just an honest thing. Him going, no, like, if you were to kill me, you you just kill me. Oh, so it's really, like, but, just how but, he said it. But then but then Caligula takes it wrong. Are you saying I'm trying to kill you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that if you did... Well, I think it's all in tone, right? Because there's two ways oh, yeah. to say this. There's two ways. It's like, I mean, because he's... Gamelis, because he wasn't old enough to rule, is probably a bratty teenager, right? Okay. So okay. he could be, like, the old, uh. like, antidote... So there's such thing as an antidote against Caesar. 
Gosh. I wish I had an antidote against you. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Totally going to listen to music you hate now. Uh, or, or that could be like Joe put it, you know, and like, antidote? What's the point of having an antidote? Hmm? You want me dead? I'm a dead man. Soon afterwards, Caligula had Gamelus executed. Okay. An act that outraged Caligula and Gamelus' mutual grandmother, Antonia Minor. Oh. Imagine if your name is Antonia Minor. Yeah. You just have a chip on your shoulder, but Antonia Major your whole life, I would imagine. She. Well, there's people in the world who have the last name Little right now. Unless. Rich Little. Rich Little. He did fine. Unless it was... <laughs> he, he wasn't walking around going, I wish I was Rich Big. Why can't I be well, Rich he, Big? He had the first name Rich. That's pretty good. That's it. Yeah. Rich, rich That's Little. I'm a little rich. rich. I'm a little, yeah. I could go with being a little rich. Although, although it probably wouldn't be a problem at all if she was Antonio like the gold miner. Right. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Antonio Cold Miner. Oh, less no, not so, yeah. Not so, not so good. She is said to have committed suicide as a result. But Suetonius suggests that Caligula actually had her poisoned. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Grandma, how do you, how do you guys grandma feel? Grandma Minor. How do, you, how do you guys feel about your Grandma Minor? Uh, I, I had her poisoned. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, I took a page out of Caligula's book. Um, I like both my grandmothers quite a bit. I think it would take, it would take her a lot of anger on her part for me to have her poisoned. Oh, but if she committed suicide over something that, I, oh, this is the ultimate grandma guilt trip right here. It's like you if well, you, if you never had Mike, call if you had, anymore. If you had, I'm gonna kill myself. If you had Mike executed, would your grandma be angry at you? Uh, if I had Mike <laughs> executed, yeah, I think she would have been. I'd like to think she would have been. She commit suicide? No, I think that's an extreme reaction. Mm, okay, well, these are extreme times, I guess. I'm going. I. I have to kill myself to get your attention. Caligula was roundly criticized for executing people he deemed a threat without full trials. As well, he was having an affair with the wife of his chief supporter in the Praetorian Guard, Macro. Oh, God. Okay. Macro, Macro wow. the large. Uh-oh. Hold on a yeah. sec. So Macro smothers his uncle on his behalf. What does he get for it? He gets his boss bone becomes his a wife. cuckold. Maybe that was his thing, though. Macro the cuckold. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe he's into the thing? cuckolding. Because there's also you hear about the internet man. There's all sorts of people who, oh, who want right, to, you know, watch so, the cuckolding porn. Maybe uh, that was Macro's thing. Oh, and if it, if it was Macro's thing, he probably re- required him to call a minor during it. And let me tell you, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, there's, don't refer to me as Macro. There's two ways you can go with cuckolding porn. One is you get the person that you'd like the least. Like there's a lot of racist cuckolding Got right it. out there in uh-huh. the world. Yeah. I hear that goes around the world. Like there are uh, in uh, Israel, there's quite a bit of cuckolding porn with Arabs uh, oh, really? having sex with the, the Jewish wives. Yeah, it's, oh, wow. and in America, it's black people. Um, but the other way you could totally go is being cuckolded by the fucking emperor. Like, Yeah, you don't get right? any higher You're on the like, food show oh than God, that. The emperor is fucking my wife. And if that's your thing, it's not my kind of thing, but if that's your thing, Maybe. that's cool. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, how'd that turn out, Torn? Yeah. Deviance. Mm-hmm. Deviance. Caligula accused Macro of acting as a pimp for his wife. Uh-huh. And forced him to commit suicide in shame. See, there forced you go. him to commit suicide in shame. That uh, dude, I fucked that dude's <laughs> wife, and he liked it. He's gonna have to kill himself. Yeah, that's how it turned out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Good yeah. God. There you go. Uh-huh. In the same time period, 38 AD, Caligula also focused his attention on political and public reform. He published the accounts of public funds, which had never been made public during the reign of Tiberius. Uh-huh. He aided those who lost property in fires. 
Hmm, that's nice. All right. Abolished certain taxes. All right. And gave out prizes to the public at gymnastic events. Oh, okay. First right. prize. Kind of like a little mini Olympics. Yeah. Mm. He uh, allowed new members into the equestrian and senatorial orders. Okay. I guess that was closed off before or something. I guess so. Mm. Perhaps most significantly, he restored the practice of democratic elections. Okay. Right. Cassius Dio <laughs> pointed out that this act, though delighting the rabble, grieved the sensible, who stopped to reflect that if the offices should fall once more into the hands of the many, mm-hmm. many disasters would result. You can't have democracy. So while he's more like demo crazy. <laughs> so he's boning his like Praetorian guard's wife and forcing him to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. He's uh, uh, you know killing his 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 supposed co-heir, having him executed, and then as a result, either poisoning or having his grandmother commit suicide as a result. But at the same time, oh, he's doing a lot of great things. He's opening up democratic elections. Oh, what a he's a complicated man. He's a very complicated. Or he's man. just smart. He's like, I got to cover up all this shit I'm doing with being nice to the general populace, right? Ah, uh, right. Mm-hmm. So dicking around all the people closest to him mm. in some points, in some people cases, literally in arm's reach. Yes, right. But in general, he's like, but I want the empire or to be happy. In in, in dick reach, you yeah, know, yeah. His dick seems to factor into a lot of his decision making. Yeah, it's quite a reach. <laughs> Take your jacket off And do anything they ask you to Even despite the winter cold outside And the grim reluctance in your eyes I hope you think long and hard Before you say our response They can just go somewhere else If what you got's not what they want And if they jumped off a bridge You would be following suit Cause your jacket's already off And you never had a clue what you sure what you want What they got
By late 38 or 39 AD, Caligula's political payments for support, his personal generosity, and mm-hmm. his court extravagances had already exhausted the state treasury. Oh. So he'd been in power for less than 18 months. Yeah. And he'd already blown the wad. There's no money left. We shouldn't have abolished so many taxes. Yeah, I guess so. In order to gain <laughs> funds, Caligula started to use a number of different tactics and schemes. Uh, he would ask the public to lend the state money. <laughs> well, similar to a tax, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah lend that you yeah. never got back. Yeah. Uh, he levied taxes on lawsuits, weddings, and prostitution. Away with the taxes. Oh, bring some of those taxes back. <laughs> yeah. A tax on lawsuits. I like that. That's, That's... going like, to help with uh, the old frivolous lawsuit. I guess. I mean, I guess you could tax the payment. I don't even know how that would work. Or yeah, ta- just, a tax on having to file a lawsuit. Yeah, no, just like a casino, right? You just take it. When a guy, somebody gets a judgment, you get a piece. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, he began auctioning off the lives of the gladiators. Oh. Uh, some of these stories reveal Caligula's strange sense of humor. For example, at one of these auctions, a senator fell asleep and Caligula took each of his <laughs> nods as a bid, selling him 13 gladiators for an enormous sum. sum. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 man. You're only we, bidding against yourself now. <laughs> I want to see the comedy Roman TV series that comes out of that guy's new gladiatorial arena. He yeah. accidentally buys 13 crap gladiators for too much money, but <laughs> yeah. has to make the best of it. No, no, you know what he has? He has gladiators like washing his dishes and uh, they become like the house servants, right? He's like <laughs> buff and muscly and oiled. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the the name of the, the sitcom is Too Many Gladiators. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or Full House of Gladiators. Right. Yeah. Full arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, hey, fluff up those pillows. And he, like, takes a sword to him. You're like, no, no. You're horrible at this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the dishes are constantly scratched because they're doing it with, like, tridents. Right? Yes, you know. yeah. There's a pile of dead postmen outside because we keep thinking they're invaders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wills that left anybody whose last will and testament left items to Tiberius were reinterpreted to leave the items instead to Caligula. Well, there is no Tiberius. Well, but the estate of Tiberius, okay. right? Like, if you usually, if you probably left something to Tiberius and he was dead, it would go to, you know, whoever his son was or whatever. Not anymore. Not anymore. Caligula. Uh, he began auctioning off public property. Okay, the privatization of the public parks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Current and past highway commissioners were accused of incompetence and embezzlement and forced to repay money. Hmm. Centurions who had acquired property by plunder were forced to turn spoils over to the state. Well, that's okay. kind of a dick move. I don't know. What? Well, it depends. That's on what, how depends most of these soldiers got paid. Oh. Right. It was come right? with they us were, when we go take new land. You would march can, into France yeah. and you would like- You don't get a you know, salary? Kill a bunch of Gauls and right. you'd like get to go into their hut and take whatever they found valuable, which of course for Gauls was like, you know, obelisks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Men we know here. that for sure. Men here, yeah. That like, you know, the only the thing they <laughs> held most dear were obelisks. Um, any aristocrats who had agreed to will property or estates- uh, to Caligula were murdered. Uh, once when a supposedly rich man had finally died but turned out to have left Caligula no money, Caligula commented, oh dear, he died in vain. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Caligula opened a brothel in his main palace where Roman matrons, their daughters, and freeborn youths could be hired out for money. Hmm. You know, so it's basically so that's, that's fundraising, right? It's turning like, into yeah, Vegas. Okay. Yeah. It's turning into Vegas. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So he starts off ranch. with, I'm being a dick to everybody around me, but everybody else, I'm going to spend lots of money. And the money's all gone. And then he goes, sell everything <laughs> and try and get money as terribly as possible. Yes, oh, absolutely. Wow. Oh, oh, um, 
hey, you know, you should leave me that uh, that when you die, you know, as a you know token of your appreciation of me, you should leave me that that uh, country house you got. Okay, that sounds good. Oh, uh, hey, Macro, why don't you go shift that guy? Take those giant hands of yours yeah, and, and s- strangle that guy to death. Smother him with a pillow. Oh, but you're boning my wife. Oh, yeah, that's right. Commit suicide. Hey, uh, you new Praetorian guard. How about you go take care <laughs> hey, of that? Macro. Yeah. Finally, Caligula revived the treason trials that were so unpopular <laughs> under Tiberius. I called it. Uh, it was the law of the land. The emperor would be bequeathed all property and wealth of anyone executed for treason. There you go. Everyone will be executed for treason. <laughs> How dare you have that much money? Treason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were like, gotta, I gotta get, I gotta let him know that I am poor, right? <laughs> uh, in the first year of Caligula's reign, it was estimated that Caligula squandered two point seven billion sesterces that Tiberius had amassed. How much is a sesterce worth? In today's dollars. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't think we can uh, do that math. I don't think it works that way. What do you mean? Because I think they were like actual gold coins, right? Mm. I don't know. So it was a little more than a gram of silver made to make oh, it. There you go. So what is a gram of silver worth in today's uh, yeah. day? Can't you just Google convert sesterce to U.S. dollars? To Canadian dollars. Okay. All right. Let's, let's see what happens. Uh, it's, it's impossible a- to answer because the value of Sisteria varied over the many years they were minted, just like the value of the dollar and any other monetary yeah, unit changed over time. And the relative figure. cost of goods has changed vastly over time due to advances technology. Uh, yeah, so, so, so the answer is it's impossible wait, to say. Wait, if, you go, if you go down a bit, go down a bit. Uh, so, some very roughly estimated examples would be 5 liter olive oil, 1 sesterce, $6 today. 5 liter of beer, 16 sesterce, $3 today. 5 liter of wine, 64 to 120 uh, sesterce, $6 to $50. And 2 loaves of bread, 1 sesterce, $6 today. Oh, so like 2 so, loaves of bread is like $3 each. That's actually what I pay like at Safeway to go. get my loaf of bread. So, it's the same. So, a sesterce is about, it's about 3 bucks. You could kind yeah. of call it. So, that would be uh 7 over 7 and a half billion, billion dollars. dollars. Gotcha. In right. in one year. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I could do it. You could spend 7 billion dollars in seven, one year? You watch. I me. could do it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? How do you spend 7 billion dollars in a single minute? I'll give you 7 billion dollars for that t-shirt, Kevin. <laughs> It's not, it's not spending $7 billion. That's just transferring ownership of it. I'll just go to Disney and go, give me Star Wars. It'll be a $3 billion profit. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah they paid $4 billion for $4 billion. It. You just give them $7, seven. All right. I don't care. Give me the, give me the film rights to Star oh. Wars. Oh, and you can still keep making them. It's just mine now. Yeah. That's fair. all. All right. That's fair. Despite financial difficulties, Caligula embarked on a number of construction projects. Ooh, oh, here's where the $7 billion went. Like, I don't think this is personally, though. Yeah, this is... Yeah. He, he wasn't like Habitat for Roman Humanity. He, was, he wasn't <laughs> out there building things. Caligula made improvements to the harbors of Regium and Sicily, allowing increased grain imports from Egypt. That that's makes good. sense. Oh, that's good. Infrastructure. That's, one, that's, a, that's a thumb up. That's a thumb yep. up. Okay. All right. He completed the Temple of Augustus and the Theater of Pompeii and began to build an amphitheater beside the Septa. Okay. Two thumbs up. Yeah, right. So that's, pretty so good. that's uh, arts. the arts. Yeah, yeah. Yep. A, a patron of the arts. He greatly expanded the Imperial Palace. He also he also yeah. painted with his dick. That's how he was another patron of the arts. <laughs> really? No. He didn't paint <laughs> with his dick. But I'm really, going to give that. I'm going to give greatly expanding the Imperial Palace thumbs down. Yeah, that's his own home. Like, yeah, yeah it's, that's him for himself. He built the aqueducts Aqua Claudia and Anio Novus, which mm. Pliny the Elder considered engineering marvels. That's a plus. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. That's, aqueducts that's, are good. Yeah, I think one of those aqueducts is actually still standing. 
it's like one of the ones in Rome that like goes, you know, right through the middle of Rome. Sure. Yeah. So that's pretty good. That thing's been standing for like 2,000 years. You can still see bits of the Aquaclaudia, and let's see. Yeah, there's bits of both of them left. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Good times. He built a large racetrack known as the Circus of Gaius and Nero. Oh, yeah, because his name was Gaius and his brother's name was Nero. Right. Oh, there you go. So they just, they, they're basically the Koch brothers. He, like, built a racetrack. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, called it Coke Brothers Racetrack. Really I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that in the bad. So why? Okay. Why? Because you don't you don't like horse racing. You don't like oh, uh, poor horses. Go, oh, yeah. really? Did poor you not horses. see Ben Hur? It was pretty awesome. I, did, I have not seen Ben Hur all the way through. Oh wow, it's a long movie. It is a very long <laughs> movie, but the, the the second half is the best part. <laughs> the first half is the boring part. Okay. He had an Egyptian obelisk, now known as the Vatican Obelisk, transported by sea and erected in the middle of Rome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frivolous. Yeah. That is well, it's frivolous. art. It's art. Frivolous. Okay. Frivolous well, he art. learned. He got his love of, of obelisks from the Gauls. Get, right. get your local artisans right. to make an obelisk right there mm. in... In Rome. It doesn't seem like that big a deal. Maybe it was to show, like, the Egyptians... It was like their, their Statue of Liberty, right? The Egyptians sent oh. it over to be like, hey, All right. oh, okay. hey Caligula, be. thanks for being you. I'll withhold judgment on the obelisk. The Statue of okay. Empirical Occupation. Yeah. <laughs> At Syracuse, he repaired the city walls and the temples of the gods. That's half good and half bad. City walls, good. Temples of gods, meh. Who cares? <laughs> he had no unless, way. unless those temples of the gods, like, you know, you turned it into a brothel and made it for a prostitution. That's the, the, the quote, gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gods are having a good time. <laughs> All right, welcome to the temple. <laughs> so what's our what's our tally so far there, Torn? Uh, three good, two bad. Okay. And one ambivalent. A couple of ambulances. Well, oh. the, the city walls and the Temple of Gods cancel each other out. Okay. okay. He had new roads built and pushed to keep roads in good condition. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Infrastructure. Yep. He had planned to rebuild the Palace of Polycrates at Samos and to finish the Temple of Didymion Apollo at Ephesus and to found a city high up in the Alps. So that's just mm. planning. He didn't do it. Planning. Okay. And he planned to dig a canal through the Isthmus in Greece and even went so far as to send a chief centurion to survey the work. Merry Isthmus. Mm, yeah, there you go. Caligula had two large pleasure barges constructed for himself. And they were Yeah. I want a pleasure barge. No, that's you know what? That's just what he called his dick. Of the pleasure barge. Pleasure barge. Like, come on, baby, get on the pleasure barge. We're taking a ride. It's coming into port. Yeah, that's right. So he had two of them built. Are you saying that they were like strap-ons to go over to one of those sheaths that make it huge? and they were the largest vessels in the ancient world. The smaller ship was a floating temple dedicated to Diana. The larger ship was essentially a floating palace with marble floors and nice. elaborate plumbing system for running Whoa. water. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That seems more like just a wharf that isn't stuck to the bottom of the... Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> uh, each more than 70 meters long, they were raised from the bottom of the lake in the early 30s and installed in a purpose-built museum on the shore. Oh, I see. Oh, there's a photo right here. And we've got a photo of it. Hot yeah. damn. We'll put that on CausticSodaPodcast.com. You can uh, check out the Pleasure Barge. Yeah. Uh, the, the like, you know, uh, like, I mean, that, that basically is the whole bottom bit of it. That is pretty big boat. Yeah, you can, yeah, see, you can people, see the people, people lining up to, like, to look at it. Yeah. I, I want to get a piece of this Pleasure Barge. Sadly, the ship. were... That thing is huge. It's huge. Like, yeah. I've been on some pretty big boats that I thought were like, hey, this is a pretty big boat. This is pretty nice. And this thing is like... I don't even know. Five times the size of all of those? Like, it looks like about a football field, I would say. Yeah. Like, just as a rough estimate, like football yeah. field size boat. Yeah. It's about the size of a football field. That's pretty it's large. Large barge. Yeah. Large, With running water. Large barge. 
the ships were burned during World War II, and oh. the original wood was destroyed. Oh. But the museum is still open with replica barges, and a vast range of surviving luxury items recovered from them, from large lead pipes stamped with Calig- Caligula's name oh. to the ingenious supports for what were obviously revolving statues. Oh, revolving, revolving statues? I'm going to put this in the boo category, because <laughs> this, this is, is extravagant. Yeah. self-aggrandizement. But of course, if you are the emperor of the largest, uh, you know, most advanced civilization in the world, mm-hmm. don't you deserve a pleasure barge? <laughs> I really, truly. Like, okay. Haven't you earned a pleasure barge? Like, okay, a pleasure barge, but I don't know about a football two, field size. Two pleasure barges. Running water, rotating statues. That's pretty awesome. <sighs> I mean, yes, he should have a nice, uh, fairly large ship that he could go out in and enjoy mm-hmm. himself. He's got a lot of responsibilities, needs to unwind. Yep. The people should agree with that. But this is kind of ridiculous. Ridiculously awesome. Well, for him. Well, anybody else who got invited on the pleasure barge? I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of Justin Trudeau, but that guy starts getting a pleasure barge that size, I'm going to start shaking my fist at him. <laughs> oh, so it's not the pleasure barge. It's the size of the pleasure barge yes. you have a problem with. Oh, absolutely. The extravagance. It's not that he can't have anything. It's that he can't have ridiculous extravagance. You know what the problem is? Ah. Everybody called him Little Boots, and he probably had a, like a Little Boots syndrome. Oh, that's oh, right. Mm-hmm. Little Boots, I'll show you how big my barge is. <laughs> yeah, 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 Little Boots no this, good. motherfuckers. Everybody's going to call me Big Barge now, because that's my penis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I'm not Caligula. I'm like uh, Bargula. Bar- Count Bargula. Count Bargula. <laughs> In early 39 AD, uh-huh. Caligula performed a spectacular stunt by ordering a temporary floating bridge to be built using ships as pontoons, mm-hmm. stretching for over two miles from the resort of Baiae. Bai, B-A-I-A-E. Oh, yeah, that's that's not easy to pronounce. To the neighboring port Bay-I? of... Bai? Bai, maybe? To the neighboring port of Puteoli. Okay. Puteoli, mm-hmm. my favorite pasta. Yep. It was said that the bridge was to rival that of the Persian king Xerxes, crossing the Hellespont. Okay, Ooh, all right. Hellespont. Uh-huh. Caligula, who could not swim, <laughs> then okay. proceeded to ride his favorite horse in Catatus. In Catatus, yep. Mm-hmm. Back and forth across the boat bridge for two straight days, all the while wearing the breastplate of Alexander the Great. Oh, God. What the hell? <laughs> what, what, He's cosplaying. Was that, was, that, was that necessary? <laughs> it's Look em- at me, everybody. I'm Alexander the Great. Uh, the more and more I hear stories about this guy, the more I'm realizing he, I think he just has a complex. I think he's that- just got a, like an inferiority complex. Everything's got to be bigger and badder than everything else. This act was in defiance of a prediction by Tiberius' soothsayer. Oh, okay. That was a thing. Uh-huh. Thrasilus of Mendes. Thrasilus. Mm. Mm, uh, it's a very early... One, t- one time I pulled my Thrasilus. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Just, getting, just getting out of bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I, do, I do it for fun. Who stated that Caligula had no more chance of becoming emperor than of riding a horse across the Bay of Baiae. I think it's Baiae. Baiae. Yeah. Oh, so he's like, this is a this is a big fuck you. Yeah. I'll tell you, if I was <laughs> Thrasilus of Mendes, I would be like, you know, with all the people that he had commit suicide and executed and whatever. As soon your, as he built your... the pontoon bridge. I'm getting out of town. And r- rode across for two days going as a, as a, as a just... A number one fu to Thrasilus of Mendes. Yeah, I would make my way to out of the Roman Empire. Yeah, as far as you can get away. I would stop. I, I would stop saying sooths. <laughs> yeah, or I'd say sooth somewhere else. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> At this time, relations between Caligula and the Roman Senate deteriorated. Okay, for All some right. reason. 
The could Senate? be could be all the pleasure barges and yeah. pontoon bridges that were built solely to say fuck you to a soothsayer, which doesn't seem very Im- uh, imperial. And the massive spending and desperate tax collection. Oh yeah, the two point seven kind of billion sesterces that might have had something to do with it. That might have strained relations. Mm-hmm. The Senate had become accustomed to ruling without an emperor between the departure of Tiberius for Capri, uh, Capri in eighteen twenty six and Caligula's accession. Right, right. So when uh, Tiberius made off to his uh, his palace fortress because mm-hmm. of all the conspirators, um, I guess they 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 got kind of got used to not having an emperor around. Oh, okay, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I, I can see that. So by moved his seat of power, he, they just meant he fucked off, and they ran. The Senate just ran Rome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. As a result, Caligula decided that numerous senators were not trustworthy. Okay, all right. Because they started, like, kind of giving him guff. He ordered a set of investigations and trials. I like this, like, heavily air quote trustworthy, right? Like, you're like, hey, uh, I want to build a pontoon bridge across this so I can say fuck you to Thrasyllus of Mendes. And they go, and one of the senators kind of goes, is that a good way to spend part of our 2.7 billion sesterces? Is that maybe the wisest decision? Um, hmm, Time to investigate that guy. I don't trust that guy anymore. The only reason that that guy would question me is if there's something wrong with him. That's right, if he's no longer trustworthy. There's no way that I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. He ordered a set of investigations and trials. He replaced the consul, whatever that is. Uh, They were kind of like, I think they were like the prime minister to the uh, emperor's president. Right? You know, and those like, uh, you got a figurehead, you got the queen in England. The, right. con- the consul was the highest elected political office of the Roman Republic, and oh. the consulship was considered the highest level of cursus honorum, the sequential order of public offices through which aspiring politicians sought to ascend. So if you weren't the emperor, the consul was kind of the highest you could get to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And had several senators put to death. No. Other senators were degraded by being forced to wait on him and run beside his chariot if they wanted an audience. Oh, nice. <laughs> right. So it becomes like a whoever can jog the fastest gets yeah. the most mm-hmm. attention. If you want to talk to me. You got to talk to me while I'm on my chariot. Yeah. This is kind of the ancient version of like, oh, let's let's talk in the back of the town car. Maybe he just wanted to make sure they all had good cardio and would, oh. you know, were healthy. He was a fitness buff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. It's like... Of uh, course, that's why he was in the chariot. Bodies by Caligula, right? <laughs> you know? Some historians... <laughs> Actually, no, it wouldn't have been yeah, bodies there... by Caligula. Bodies by Gaius Caesar. Yeah, and there were probably a lot of uh, bodies by Caligula eventually in oh, multiple yeah. different meanings. <laughs> yes, to the ones that were like, you know, uh, had been... Um, Piled up. Uh, piled up yeah. like uh, literally the senators like cordwood and then of course the, uh, the the spent wives of your praetorian guard in your bedroom some historians consider the famous story of caligula appointing his horse his favorite horse as consul or to the senate as most likely a bastardization of a joke he likely told okay mm-hmm. All right. about his horse being able to rule as many of the men in uh, power in rome so what yeah. horse could do is get his job as you guys are doing. Yeah, that's right. That's why we shouldn't be concerned about all the consuls and senators I'm having wiped out. Plus, they were always saying, nay, when he was like, oh, there should you we go. Say, I'm going to spend all this money. Nay. <laughs> like fucking horses. <laughs> all right, okay. One of his favorite. So he's a, so he's a jokester. Well, one of his favorite jokes okay. uh, at a palace dinner party would be to start spontaneously laughing. And if any of his guests would ask the emperor what he found so funny, he would undoubtedly reply, just at the thought that I'd only have to click my fingers and they're going to have both your heads off. Oh, both your heads. Top and bottom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm, that is funny. 
<laughs> Some of Caligula's jokes were more sadistic as when he... More sadistic than that? Than threatening yep. people with execution? <laughs> like, as when he... Okay. Okay. I could totally just kill you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I could totally kill you. You know what? That would actually probably cause me to laugh, but in this sort of like manner as well. Like, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> right. As when he arranged an oratory competition in which all the losers had to erase their wax tablets with their tongues. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't know how easy it is to erase a wax tablet. With I don't even tongue. know what a wax tablet is. Uh, I think it's something you write things on. So it's like it's so got it's a tablet and like a, it's got like a, a, a layer of wax in it, and you and you carve into probably it with your writings. It, yeah. yeah, it's probably like their version of an etch a sketch, right? Where you yes. know you would like if you wanted to write something in temp like temporarily. Yeah, you would scratch you would it, scratch in. it into wax, and then you could like heat it up, yeah. and then it would like smooth it out again. Are you sure it's just not a beehive? Oh, it's. That, that's what he made them lick beehives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they saw the future and saw our handheld computers and were just wandering around with a big hunk of wax. Uh-huh. <laughs> this will do something in 2,000 years. Yeah, there you go. On one occasion when there weren't enough condemned criminals to fight the tigers and lions in the arena. No, oh, that's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, when you don't have enough condemned criminals. No. Yeah, but he could just declare people criminals. Caligula ordered some spectators to be dragged from the benches into the arena. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. my question is, did the other spectators cheer for that? So or like, did they go, yeah, wait, wait a, a second. These guys are going to have the best seats in the oh, house. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants the best seats in the house? <laughs> that's right. I, I do, I do. Yeah, okay, go. here you go. It was inside the lion's yeah, that's, that's mouth. <laughs> As well, when he wasn't pleased with the show, a supervisor of games and beast fights was flogged with chains before Caligula for days on end and was not put to death until Caligula was offended by the smell of the gangrene in his brain. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, I think that guy was pretty much dead when you get gangrene in your brain. I think so too. Caligula. Because yeah, that's got to have like, you know, exposed brain or something, right? That's how you get no. gangrene? I, I don't even, can you even get gangrene in your brain? Oh. I mean, that's just how they described it in the uh, in the ancient world. <laughs> yes. And what they meant was that his brains were like on the ground, uh, among in, in and, getting green, and getting gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caligula executed a young man and forced the father to witness his son's execution. That same afternoon, he invited the father to a party and now forced him to laugh and joke with him. Oh, why did the man go along with it? People asked. The answer was simple: he had another son. Well, okay. Hmm. So. <laughs> Maybe uh, yeah, palling around with Caligula would keep his hands off his other kid. Is that the idea? So this is what happens when you realize you can do anything. You right. just go, I can do whatever I want, and I'm a really bad person. I'm just going to do <laughs> I don't know if he said whatever. to himself, I'm a really bad person, though. Yeah, it's true. That was the subtext. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that was <laughs> the subtext of what he did. <laughs> I like because I could do whatever I want, but it wouldn't like if I could, I wouldn't be like this. Like uh-huh. it, it would still involve consent, right, and not murder. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, more. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, there's a there's a high uh, boredom component to a lot of these things. Well, and entertainment with other people's suffering. Yes, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of a problem for yeah. somebody in power. Yeah. Uh-huh. As a result of these kinds of activities, Caligula became well-known for spending less time governing the empire than his predecessors. Caligula was the first emperor to treat his position more like a part-time job. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say do things and then I'll go have fun. His be- beloved sister, Drusilla, uh-huh. 
who it was long rumored he had a long-standing sexual relationship with. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, there's, rumors, rumors. Yeah, there, there's definitely, um, this is one of the examples of something that he's famous for, like having sex with his sisters, that most modern historians pretty much agree he might not have. Like this, yeah, it was probably just his enemies going, ah, and he fucks his sister. Yeah, well, this is yeah. a perfect example of like the the sister fucking stories mm-hmm. become more uh, graphic, like the later the right. the ancient historian is. Right. So it, but the guy who was writing two hundred years after his death was like, oh yeah, he fucked them all every day and twice on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But the guy who was like, you know, in his contemporary yeah. was just, you know, it was his beloved sister. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she died around this time. Mm-hmm. During his morning, Caligula is supposed to have issued a ban on laughter throughout the city. Oh, wow. Along with a ban on bathing and family meals. A ban on family ban meals? Ban on family meals. I wonder how I guess long I would kind of like that, because I really hate that. Let's sit around the table and eat together now. He probably just couldn't stand the idea of other people getting to eat with their sisters, and he couldn't. Yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, maybe. I, mm-hmm. I, I can understand... The desire to kind of not have others around you doing that, but I don't know if it has to be the whole city. City. How do you ban a family meal? By the way, do you do your do the guards like kick down doors? Be like, we you're, you're having we a family see you meal, eating well, at a table together. When you're when you're dealing with an emperor who like kills somebody's son and then invites him to a party and makes him laugh and joke with him, I don't think you're going to take the chance. Caligula says family meals are banned. Okay. All right. Well, here's the question. Here's the you question. sit over there when you're done. I'll start eating. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that if you were a poor person in Rome, it was kind of like you know one of those you just like boiled barley until it became edible, and then you like dished it out, right? So like, how do you not have a family meal? Right. You, go, you, have, you have to wait till that person's done yeah. before you, have you can start eating. Seven people in yeah. one room, mm-hmm. right? You know, and then you're like, oh, even if I sit on the bed and you sit on the ground, and that person <laughs> sits at the table, and this person stands in the kitchen, it could loosely be termed a family meal. Yeah. A conspiracy involving two living sisters and his brother-in-law, the late Drusilla's husband, was foiled shortly afterwards. The brother-in-law was executed and his two sisters were exiled. Oh, that would make for an awkward family meal right there, too. Oh, conspiracy. Maybe that's why. He knew they were conspiring against him. He's like, screw family meals. They're illegal. Yeah. That way my sisters aren't going to come over and try and poison my food Over dinner. In 40 AD, Caligula seems to have led a northern campaign to Britannia that was aborted. Oh. There's some disagreement on what precisely occurred, but what is universally agreed to is that he went to northern Gaul with large military force and made as though he were going to invade Britain. Instead, he declared victory without boarding a single ship, told the soldiers to gather shells on the beach as spoils of war, as trophies for Caligula's conquest of the sea. What? And the invading force returned home. So, <laughs> so this is real. This is real nut job territory. So he, we're he said, uh, "We're gonna go to Britannia. We're gonna invade Britain. We know mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah, we know it exists. It's a bunch of savages. We've already conquered Gaul. Yeah, and so is... we can kind of we can look across the English Channel. Oh, okay, yeah, and go. Hey, we can see those motherfuckers over there. Let's go get them because we can, okay. we've gotten everybody so far. They took his army there. I keep in mind, Caligula, unlike his father, was not a general. And mm-hmm. Tiberius, Tiberius and Germanicus were both became high in political power because they were generals. Mm-hmm. Caligula had always been like just a palace kid. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, he he'd been a little cosplayer as a kid, little, yeah. his little boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that said, he's he plays dress up. He doesn't know anything about the real stuff. But they didn't yeah. even go over there. They did not. They did not get on a boat. They did not cross. Just, just cock these seashells. 
That's right. We we gathered the seashells. We defeated the sea. We That's defeated right. the ocean. That's correct. Yeah. That damn. Uh, some of them. There, there's even, how you like me now. Some of the stories actually have him sending the army into the waves and slashing at the waves with swords. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> uh, but there there is a modern historian that thinks that maybe what happened okay. was that the army refused to get on the boats and invade Britain. And that in order to save face, this was Caligula's answer to it. Oh, okay. Um, because there was a well-documented, like a couple of emperors later, where again they went to invade Britain and the army refused to get on boats. And that oh, was sort of They just don't want to invade Britain. And these are just a little like, uh, you know, if it's not in the smooth sailing Mediterranean. Yeah. And it's colder up there. It's much colder let's, up let's there. Let's stop going north. Why yeah. are we going Why north? Why are we invading north of here? But it is, it does smack of nut jobbiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. The serious uh, nut job quotient. It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside, and when you wake up, startled to say, "I hope I don't go crazy today." It's such a bad feeling, an ominous feeling, a feeling you know that we'll be back. When the week is new And we'll have more gross facts for you And you'll have things you want to hear about We will too Caustic Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson while having to endure my dog's farts. This week's break from the horror was Ego by Color Machine, available on iTunes, Google Play, and colormachineband.bandcamp.com. Note that's color with a U. To comment on episodes and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit causticsodapodcast.com. Support us at patreon.com slash causticsoda. Rate and review us on iTunes and soon on Google Play Music. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. I'm Joe Fulgham. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. The Launderomatic. <clears throat> Omatic was the eye of the whatever era that was. I don't know yes. when Omatic was, but yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's iPhone. iPhone, I, I this, I, I that, desk, this, I matic. I balls. The phone Omatic. Mm-hmm. The pad Omatic. Mm-hmm. Should bring that back. Cloud Omatic. Static Omatic. Static Omatic. We are mm-hmm. recording. Have you ever oh, wished you had more? But I'm not finished more... burping. No, there you go. Have you ever wished you had more static electricity around the house? Buy yourself a static matic mm-hmm. <coughs> Oh, good God. Are you okay? You gonna make it? Knowing that the public would not be pleased by this decision, Augustus compelled Tiberius to name Germanicus as his hair. Oh. I said hair. <laughs> you did. Because <laughs> Let me do that again. He was bald. Uh, <laughs> well, there's an H there. Uh,